0: This is Charlie, this is Max, and this is Benji, <laughs>
1: and this is... what's her podcast name again? Oh yeah, <laughs> Keep time, Keep time, with time with the fellowship, with my boy. <laughs> anyway, Hello. we got a great series of questions for you, one even submitting, submitted, sorry, I know words, from uh, one of our viewers, so that'll be fun to hear. So to start off on this wonderful Sunday... Not really morning, but I'll pretend it's the morning. It's the morning. 2 p.m. is the morning here in our house. Sure
0: is. So, uh, this one, the first question. Whoa, 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 before we get into the questions, oh, I've yeah, got to update bad. the viewers on... So, is this green... Well, I have to taste it first. Oh, yeah, i got to taste it
1: too, man. Tea of the day time. Yeah,
0: this is definitely green tea, right?
1: Let me, let, <laughs> let me, let me get a taste. Let me get a whiff. <laughs> It's not a whiff, you tasted it. <laughs> it's a mouth whiff.
0: <laughs> yes, that is green tea. You gotta aerate it. Once again, though, it's not very... It doesn't appear very green. That is because you have it in a blue cup. Very it's blue. It, my statement remains.
1: That's because you have it in a blue cup, so it looks like blue tea.
0: <laughs> blue I don't think we have any green mugs. Is blue tea just like
2: dish soap inside a cup? Yeah, it's like
1: a Don dish soap. You just put in a cup, swirl it around a bit, take a swig, is and you like, mmm, cleaning my organs. It's a little soapy, but <laughs> cleaning my organs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Benji, after this statement about the type of tea we're drinking, what is the tea of the day?
0: It's green tea. And The brand? Oh, you want me to? Mm, I'm I'm not advanced enough to tell the brand for the taste. Let's go with Stash. Oh, you got it right again! Ding, ding, ding. What, what would? You, who would believe it? It's the same as the last three times. Wow. It, we might change
1: it up next week. We'll see. I yeah. I don't
0: I don't believe you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so first one, uh, we're we're going a bit fishy. Not the smell, but uh, literal fish. Okay. So. You guys remember Spongebob, right? You guys remember the one where there's all those fishing hooks and Patrick keeps getting on the fishing hooks for an adventure? I, I, so, yeah, in the spirit of this Patrick energy, what would need to be on a fish hook for you to go and bite it?
2: Okay, is this, is this in a, a realm where we are aware that there are fish hooks that might be baited? Um, there's like a
0: 50% chance. Okay, is it like suspicious
2: at all? It's a fifty
1: percent chance. Are yeah, like, we fish,
0: or is this just interdimensional fishing in our life? Interdimensional like, you go to the donut box, and if you pick up a certain donut, you just there's you get whisked away. You
2: just get like, like pulled into a tear in space.
1: So essentially, this alternate reality, right? The fish have taken over. This is far in the future. Okay. The fish have taken over, and their pastime is interdimensionally fishing for humans. <laughs> Human so, fishing. In this world, you can just go around, you can find like a hook on your donut, hook on your pencil, hook on your laptop, hook on anything, and if you grab it, there's a possibility that the fish could reel you in. Okay. Take you through the inter- interdimensional gateway, and you do not know what's on the other
0: side.
2: Alright, so what needs to be on the hook?
0: What, what The question is, what has to be on the hook for us to be willing to... Take the chance.
2: That it might be a fish hook. If, if
1: there's a fish hook on it. You if, go so we for can it. see there's a hook on it. Yeah, you see there's a hook on you it. You get nothing. No. I, don't
2: no, no, think, no. I don't think anything a, on there's there.
1: There's a 50% chance I, I, that you get sucked into the interdimensional gateway. I, I, I'm not taking the chance. It could be one item. Come on. There so. is no one it, item. It could be
2: like a superpower. It could be anything. Anything, okay. The ability to destroy fish hooks.
1: Okay, so you're gonna <laughs> get this fish hook. <laughs> The moment you grab on, you get the power to destroy fish hooks and as you feel the sink into your flesh as it's trying to pull you through this interdimensional gateway, you, like, close your eyes, you go, and then the fishhook just shatters.
0: Exactly. This, this suddenly became, like, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> tape, like, roleplay. <laughs> uh, I'd have to go, I think, my desk chair, because... You already have it. Do you want another one? <laughs> no, if, if they hooked my own desk chair... <laughs> And they tried to take it away from me. I don't think I could settle. What else? Would I use like a dining room chair? I wouldn't be willing to do that. I'd I'd just rather risk it. Usually uh, I use the lazy boy. (laughs) I I don't know, man. I I, I feel
2: like there's
1: 100% the goodwill lazy boy.
0: Uh, it still smells a little bit like cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> just a little
2: it was, no, that was the Salvation Army right
1: yeah Salvation oh. Army store and then we got Krispy Kreme we did yes we have not had Krispy Kreme in a long minute it's been over a year at least for me
0: same here how about you Benji I think so
2: oh. for, I, for I... you that's that's surprising that's shocking well, we
0: we live in a, in trying times
1: <laughs> where Krispy Kremes don't just appear and fall down on your lap for you to buy the delicious, nutritious, circley donut device, devices.
2: D- devices. Okay. Yeah. Food is a device. Right. What about you, Charlie? I not oh. have to be on the fishhook.
1: Um, that's a good question.
2: <laughs> it's your question. I don't
1: actually think about the answers beforehand. <laughs> I try not to.
0: Um, you know. What about your slippers? Yeah, uh, you know. I feel like in the morning you wouldn't care, and then you just put them on.
1: Okay, I need to know. There's. I'm going to assume I know there's a fish hook. Yeah. So for this scenario, you know, a Panzer would be pretty sick. A Panzer. Like if I get found this Panzer right, and there's just dangling from this hook, like this fishing hook size thing, and a string, just like a solid six inches from the ground.
0: So, you're I'll saying the if you, there was just a Tiger 1 tank, keys figuratively in the ignition, just there, and there was a little fish hook on it, you'd still get, you'd still acquire it? Yeah, I mean, like, what? okay, the moment I get in the tank,
1: it's not like the hook's going to sink into me. They're going to pull me up at the tank. I'm like, I'm going to tank the moment they get me into their
0: interdimensional world.
2: Yeah, but they, they they, they, are like, they rule over us and also control over space. Dude, but I'm going to tank. But,
0: yeah, you know, 1940-something, <laughs> early 1940s, tank technology versus interdimensional fish.
2: What are they going to do? I'm
1: I,
0: gonna it's tank. a 50-50 matchup, I'd
2: say.
1: <laughs> now, in honor of... Uh, Lego. I, I don't know why. Just just cause Lego in general. Lego we're gonna, in general. Okay. When we talking about Legos, so if you could turn any piece of media into a Lego game, like think Lego Star Wars, Lego uh, Indiana okay. Jones, Lego Harry Potter, it doesn't need to be live action. It could be any piece of media. What would it be? And where would the HQ be? HQ. So like you know in Lego Star Wars how you have the cantina where most uh, of your yeah, missions yeah, yeah. are handled. So where would you go to your missions from? In this Lego game.
2: Off the top of my head, the first thing that came to mind was Lego Naruto. Because that would be a (laughs) long-ass game, right? That'd be... You'd pay 60 bucks and you'd get 800 hours out of that game. (laughs) Just to beat it. Easy, because it's Naruto. And, like, for a a hub, it's got to be... There's two possibilities. Either it's, like, the... I I guess spoilers for Naruto. uh, the, The realm inside of him. I was oh, yeah that where too. the Foxboy is. Or just the Leaf Village in general. I mean like for Because it's such a big game, so like You're gonna have like a thousand levels. Yeah. So like It's gotta be the entire a lot of doors. Leaf village. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, that, I, I, you know, Let a bang for your buck. You can you so can be Naruto. For like
1: we're talking about a sixty dollar game for like eight hundred hours of content some content, so I'm assuming like they're losing so much money on
0: this. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> money was lost.
0: Well, maybe there's just a bunch of filler levels, you know? No, 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 man. They they knew they
1: needed to make this game, so they put in their own money. They're only <laughs> asking for money just so they could recoup some of the loss and not go completely bankrupt. Yeah, they're, they're only... Just so um... they
0: can put more money into the game?
1: Yeah, just so they can get some extra money to push into this quality game. DLC filler. Yeah, DLC filler.
0: Well, I had two thoughts. <laughs> the more normal thought was it'd be funny to see a Zelda game uh, turned into Lego <laughs> because Lego games always really simplify story. There's no dialogue and they really uh, they're they're. A little simple, so the puzzles from Zelda would be funny because they would all become Lego. <laughs> stand on the button, basically. Yeah. Uh, but my other thought was another video game called Metal Wolf Chaos, in which God damn you play as basically the president of the United States, who's—it's very funny—and you're in a mech, and the vice president has turned evil, and he's also in a mech, and <laughs> you know you throw giant vehicles around and i i felt that it needed a lego version because the game would make even less sense without dialogue well my f- well that game
1: the best part too is his catchphrase is essentially because i'm the president of the united states whenever he
0: says that, anything, we, you, we should stuff. know it. i believe it's made by the people who made dark souls but before they made dark souls so it's a, it's it's a japanese game so it's kind of like uh Weird. A, f- a foreign take on ultra patriotism in the US. <laughs> <laughs> we should play that game on stream. That'd be really
1: funny. <laughs> anyway, media for me. Before. Um. Oh, this is tough. Gotta to think about these more often. What
0: about Star Wars? You like Star Wars? Oh, <laughs> more
1: Star Wars. There's not
0: a Lego Star Wars, you know, so it would be a good we, idea. We may or may not have quite literally streamed Lego Star Wars. Last night.
1: Uh, it's not real, man. Lego Star Wars, not... Okay, so... um, What about, what about Lego, like,
2: Star Wars based on, like, the books?
1: Nah, we're... we're uh, there's already Lego Star Wars. We don't need to give okay. in more LEGO, okay. Lego games. There's already many. There's, like, several Lego Star
0: Wars games. Oh, I just came up with a good one. Well... Our current running Dungeons & Dragons campaign It's <laughs> a Lego game. <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything. It's got ancient gods being awoken. It's got... Frog riding. That's all you need. Enormous <laughs> amounts of drugs. But, like, medicinal drugs. You know,
1: I got it. Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul. I think it'd be really funny because it's so violent and so morbid. and be really hard to convert everything to Lego. <laughs> like, there'd be all these really awkward Lego death. Like, you'd start right. the game. It's still rated E, right? Right. So, but
2: like like a ghoul minifig, right? So yeah. it's like it's like how do, so it's like the um you know where they have like the capes where it's like <laughs> it slips onto the head knob. It's like the same thing, but a t- like the tail or whatever the whatever those things are. You know the like. I think that... they
1: all need to be custom. Like think of Lego General Grievous. That's just it's, it's not standard. It's all custom. Okay, every minifig is yeah. custom. <laughs> so here's so here's where the game starts. So in Tokyo ghoul. This is spoilers for episode one.
2: Well, okay, well, so where's the hub? Is, is the hub the coffee shop? Oh, uh, I did not
0: about this. Um, oh, we gotta go through the hubs for all of them. Yeah, for we?
2: Tokyo, it will be a
1: coffee shop, because essentially in the anime, they just hang out in a coffee shop. But it'd be violent and funny, because they're gonna need to find a way to turn it into a rated E game. We'll see how well they do. And as we all
0: know, violence is hilarious. In Metal Wolf Chaos, it would have had to be the White House, but it, it would just like all the LEGO Star Wars games, there'd be a ton of destructibles that blow up into to coins or money when you when you blow them up, so it'd be a, a the famous portrait of Andrew Jackson, but if you shoot it, it blows up into a bunch of blue and gold studs <laughs> kind of thing.
1: You want to see the uh, customized Lego? Because you always customize your Lego
0: characters. Actually, can we make the American Revolutionary War into a, uh, in the a war uh, of independence?
2: Hey, I feel like there is something.
0: There must be. You you get onto the boat and you, instead of knocking all the tea over, you just blow it up and it blows up into a bunch of little studs that you collect. Oh my god. (laughs) The tea in the harbor, what about the the Boston Massacre? It's just a
2: bunch of little Lego people blowing up. (laughs) God, okay.
1: (sighs) Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, there's so many games that could become Lego. Like, realistically, they should just turn. Everything into Lego.
2: It should all be Lego. Like we should be Lego.
1: I really wish as a Lego character. Do you know how useful that'd be? It, not very. Be so useful. <laughs> like they build so fast. Like you know, I'm just <laughs> like Bip. Like everyone's just a civil engineer then, because you know you could just build. But you'd weigh like twenty pounds. So. <laughs> Let's do it. Wind's also made out of Legos. It's not gonna do anything. <laughs> everything is Legos. Like so the wind is Lego. The sky is Lego. So, everything is Lego, right? So essentially, you like have this part where you would get a microscope. Like you guys remember in a science class, it went really small. You saw the atoms and really big, and you saw the galaxy no. and the universe.
0: That famous uh, video of where they zoom in and then they zoom out. And yeah. The...
1: No. So, well, there is one like that. It it's like, up real close and shows you how small atoms are and all the particles, and it gets real big, and it's like, they're similar. Really small and really big are the same, but it's Lego. First you go real big, you get through the Earth, and the Earth's like Minecraft, but made out of Legos, just a cube.
0: It's and actually get... the shape of a chungus. Yeah, We've... chungus,
1: which is similar big, to a Lego the block. A big
2: chungus, specifically. Well, that... The big chungus. I don't
1: think... are, you,
0: are you telling me that the big chungus is made up of small chungi? Yeah, with... man. At, but you It's like, it's like a
2: hive mind
0: Yeah, yeah There's there's the Chungus Queen
2: Who, uh, you know, sits in the skull cavity
0: Man, I wish Chungus Queen was a real life title <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Doesn't the Queen of England have that? Like, uh, <laughs> the Queen
2: of England she is vi- the
1: Chungus Queen When she visits the Chungai Isles They say, all hail Chungai Queen
2: yeah. Why is Chungus making such a weird comeback? not is, is it know. just us? I think it's just <laughs> it's, us. It's
0: part of our lore. In our very first stream, we talked about it, so we have to please our fans. Because
1: oh. we all know everyone's here to hear about Chungus. Big Chungus, that is. Large Chungus. Large Chungus. I,
2: I, I like taking things that usually have the big modifier. It's like, ah, oh, it's big, whatever, but changing it to large, because it just has such a different connotation. Large house. Large boy. eggshell white
1: house, cream house. Cream. <laughs> Gosh. Um. What are What are other shades of white? Eggshell house.
2: I already said
0: that. I feel we have deviated from the question.
1: Yeah, we'll We'll, we'll move on now. Too. <laughs> so, okay. What suit Not like a bad superhero, like evil, but like what kind of superhero would you make that is bad? Like just stupid.
2: I've already got one. <laughs>
1: I, we even, need a quick backstory, favorite. superpower,
2: and then their okay. opponent. His name's Clockman. Um, he can control clocks. Not time, clocks. <laughs> he has power over clocks. His name's Clockman. Um, he has to like it. It's, it takes a lot of effort for him to do it. So like when he changes clocks, he starts yelling. It's like ah! And uh, he fights against the Prime Meridian.
0: That's quite the opponent. <laughs> Wait, what's
1: his uh, what's
0: his origin story though?
2: Oh, his origin story. He was a um, oh gosh, he was he was doing a he was a scientist and he was working at a like a, a nuclear facility, and uh, he he thought you know it'd be really unfortunate if the countdown sped up. And he discovered that his powers existed by accidentally speeding up the countdown, resulting in many deaths. And he discovered that he could control clocks.
0: A man who can turn back the clock, but only literally. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably pretty useful when it comes to daylight
1: savings. He just thinks about, <laughs> thinks, clocks go forward an hour, then yeah, I everyone. Mean, but he's like got to scream.
2: You know, it's very, it's very tough on him. Another one, just I'll throw this out here, that's really good, is a person who can smell colors, but they're colorblind. So, you know, they can smell colors, but they, you
0: know... But they kind of get it
2: wrong. Yeah, so it's like, ah, I smell gray, but it's actually green. (laughs) Here's another one. The leveler. He can make everything perfectly level. I don't know, man, that's really
1: useful. That's not dumb.
2: I'd
0: pay for that power. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got one. It's very specific. Okay. He can he can change in fluids, he can change turbulent flow in pipes into laminar flow by reducing the Reynolds number.
1: <laughs> that's, that's Explain a, what that means. What does this do? It's like, uh,
0: that... that to use an engineering professor term that is beyond the scope of this podcast. <laughs> but basically it would mean the math I have to do for my fluids homework would be easier.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. So the point of this is it's just a guy who gets hired by engineering students to make their homework easier. Yeah, by changing reality. So I like it. What's what's his uh what's his origin story?
0: His origin story? Is he was a fluids professor who was tired of having to apply a ridiculous curve? So he lived, he went into the wild and lived among the pipes and the turbulent flow, and he became one with the fluid (laughs) dynamics. So, who's his opponent, though? Like, uh, who does he have to fight
1: to save the day? Water towers. (laughs) I think one of us thinking about homework right now. (laughs) So mine, okay, I couldn't really think of a superhero, so I went supervillain or not so supervillain. He's called the Sock Keeper. (laughs) He's not just socks, but essentially he's this... Imagine like this 90-year-old man, and he goes around in like these old-timey clothes... But what he does is he breaks into houses, and his power is to- is to basically steal socks and other clothing right before you take it out of the dryer really well. So, he travels, right? And right before you get there, your clothes finish, and he steals one half of your socks. (laughs) So then you never have a full match.
0: One half of your socks is, and he steals a One, sock. A sock, yeah. So then you never have
1: pairs. He specifically targets socks that you don't have multiples of, so then you could
0: never match them. Mm. Are, are we sure this is a fake thing? I feel that this could be real. <laughs> I feel that I've been victim to this. The sock ones.
2: keeper exists. This, this is, yeah, he's, he's a criminal.
0: Also, is this a supervillain, or is this just a criminal that any of us <clears throat> could potentially well, become? <laughs> you,
1: are, you haven't heard. Well, his powers because he steals them really well. I mean, he goes all around the world
2: stealing well, socks. Well, is this guy a supervillain, or is he a cryptid? Is he, like, like a strange creature that's no, beyond time? No, 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 uh, I'll, I'll you tell like is, I'll you his like origin Santa. story.
0: It starts 10,000 years ago at the dawn Okay, of so he is a cryptid. I feel like man has existed longer than 10,000 years. But...
1: At the don- Okay, so this guy is actually Neanderthal. Okay. But, essentially, he was going around, and all these homo sapiens are like, check out my socks, and he did a have socks. And this guy's... What the hell, man? And then he goes up to the Homo sapiens. And he's like, man, could I have some socks? My mother's feet are really cold. But they say no. And his mom dies from not having socks on her feet. At that <laughs> moment, though, syndrome. At that moment, he hucked himself into Mount Sock, a giant volcano that was used to do laundry, to boil water for these Homo sapiens. <laughs> However, he fell into a pile of washing think, socks. Do you think
0: it, it had a little song when it was done? Like it had yeah. normal-sized buttons like a modern laundry machine. They're just rocks <laughs> with carvings. And then and the, the volcano would
1: just echo like for miles. Da, 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 whenever your laundry finished. But he hurled himself in, but he fell into the soap water. It was a mixture of like old-fashioned lye, which I don't know how they got it, and like, I don't know, fat from mammoths. However, it fused into him and he became the sock keeper. His greatest enemy is recent. It is the hero. Tide Pod? Close. He does use Tide Pods. Captain act- Tidepod. It's actually Captain Sock Replacer. That's why you find the sock. Captain Sock Replacer. That's <laughs> why you find your socks like three weeks later, because they just appear somewhere you didn't do it. Cause he battles sock the sock keeper for his socks then he goes and puts them back
0: but he has a huge backlog so you, get, you gotta give him a couple weeks
1: yeah i mean you know he has to wash them first because no one's sure what the sock keeper does with the socks but for, i do not
0: want an unwashed sock keeper sock you know do you think? But can we destroy the sock keeper? Can can we can <laughs> we vanquish him? Do you think they have a, a power up like Popeye, but they uh, they just drink laundry detergent? Well, that's why they had to make the um
1: the pods because it's a lot easier for him to get like the amount he needs. He just takes one out, goes
0: <gasps> into the it's air, and one a day on it. laundry laundry man supplement.
1: Yeah, then he just beats up the sock keeper, and the sock keeper goes like,
3: "No, my socks!
1: Curse you, Homo Sapiens, and your socks!"
0: The one part about this I find hard to believe is that the Neanderthal had a mother. I am pretty sure they reproduced, like, bacteria, like, asexually. (laughs) But I might be wrong. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. Now we could go on
1: to our good old Ryan's question. One of our viewers who sent us his question, so we're going to be answering it. But we put a bit of a twist on it. He asked us, well, asked Max what his favorite SCP is. Did he? He did. So we're all going to share it.
0: Our Uh, favorite SCPs. I'll I'll explain what an SCP is for the viewers who don't know. There's a website. Uh, It's sort of like a wiki. If you just look up SCP, you can find it's the SCP Foundation. But it's a sort of uh, community of people who come up with these files of these strange supernatural objects and creatures. And they... Sort of write detailed reports from the perspective of the organization that's trying to contain them uh, scp stands for secure contain protect so they write these are the containment procedures they put in test logs and how it was recovered and all that sort of thing so uh if we want to share have, favorites
1: well in the honor of the question being directed at max i think max should start
2: Okay, um, I can't think of an exact favorite, but there's a couple that stick out in my mind. First of all, the joke one, I think it's called SCP J Spook or something like that, um, or Spooky. It's just a talking skeleton that can teleport and pulls pranks on people. Um, (laughs) but, like, the one that jumps to my head when I think SCP is, I can't think of the number, but I think it's called The Flesh That Hates, and it's like a um, it's it's one of the the Keter uh, SCPs. Keter being so there are a couple different like levels of SCP in there. It, it, it's less related to like dangerousness and more related to like the their ability to understand and contain them. So there's like safe Euclid and Keter, which is levels like Euclid. It, it's like it's dangerous, but they've got it contained. And Keter's like it could be a, a massive issue if it breaches containment. Um, the flesh it hates is basically like, if I remember correctly, it's like an infection of scar tissue that will—they're like infected villages in like Russia or something—and if they if they touch you, they will slowly like turn you into one of the creatures that's part of this thing. And it's like a like a spreading disease that they have to like fight back with fire and keep in place, with like a massive underground network of shit. And like, at, at some point, there's like. In one of the the, the scouting logs, there's, like, a giant head with wings or something that, like, flies out of the ground. It's very strange. Very cool SCP. Spooky. Uh, that one. And then... And then there's the sourdough starter. And, I, and that, you know, is another one that sticks in my head. Basically, the whole idea with it is, like, whoever's using it, it, like saps their emotional state while they're using it and then whenever the, the person who eats the bread made with the starter will have their emotional state affected by the who, how who, the person, made, it, yeah, yeah. who made it and there was like uh there's like a in like a like a log or a, a report on one occurrence where a like a psychopath had made, like you know and it's probably not like medically correct but psychopath like had made sourdough and everyone started, like, freaking out because, you know, their emotional state was affected by the person who made the sourdough bread. That sounds about right.
1: I think... I had to go with a joke one. I'm not a big fan of horror, so I chose SCP-008-J. Otherwise known as Geolf. Jolf? Geolf is a your average electrician who uh, has been reported in the scouting logs to just show up, like, in random, secure facilities, like think the most secure facility, you just see him. And he's like, hey man, I'm here to fix your lights. And they say, how'd you get in here? You know, I just walked in. <coughs> then they say, what do you mean? There's three security panels. Look, man, do you want your lights fixed or not? And there's, an, and there's another one, they just escort him out. But he always finds a way to escape. Like, they're trying to contain this guy. And one of them, they put him in this room, or try to, like, take him. However, the cops somehow come out of nowhere and, like, Take the SCP guy and let you off go. Then in another one, uh, the SCP scouts, they're just underwater. Like deep in this underwater base, miles below the surface. Then they're just walking. And he's like, hey guys, where's the bathroom? <laughs> they're like, hey, how'd you get here? He's like, what do you mean? I'm just looking for the bathroom. I made a wrong turn. So then they, then he says, look man, we've seen each other enough. I'll just friend you on Facebook. Like, no, get that escape pod. We'll fix, we'll lock you in there. However, during the mission, something goes off and the escape pod ejects, and they assume he's dead because he would have had to go through, like, 12 escaped SCP, that like, leviathans in the ocean. So they mark him as dead. However, two weeks later, the guy gets a friend on Facebook from this guy. He's like, hey, man, can we be friends now?
2: Just an anomalous electrician that no one can contain or kill. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he's my
1: favorite. His class is Elucid. Euclid. Euclid. Euclid, whatever it is.
0: Or Euclid. I think it's Euclid. Something. Okay, I have three, and they're sort of each different. The first one's a standard SCP. I think it's SCP-914. It's, I think it's called The Clockwork Machine or something like that, but the gist of it is it's this mechanism with millions of gears it's the size of a room and there's two boxes or chambers, an in and an out, and there's a big dial that has the settings of from very rough, rough, normal, fine, very fine, I believe, and so it will take objects that you put into it and either refine them or make them very rough so you can think if you put in a steel ingot, and you put it on rough, you would get iron ore. <laughs> but there's just... I like it because I think what's interesting a lot about a lot of SCPs is they kind of make you think and wonder, and I always wonder, sometimes when I look at something, what would happen if I put this handful of screws on the fine setting through this machine, or what would happen if I put, you know, this, and what would come out? And then it kind of makes me think about the sort of fundamental nature of materials and things like that.
2: That's, like, part of the really cool thing about SCPs is, is like, uh, if you haven't read any of them before, there are chunks that are, like, redacted or blacked out, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, this, this, this... It'll like be a list of like explorations of a zone that's an SCP, and it'll be, it'll tell you one, and then two, and then the third one will be redacted, but there'll be references to like the implications of that one. Like, and so it makes you wonder. Ever you know.
0: seen anything with like CIA doc documents? They're sort of released, but a lot of the stuff is kind of blacked out. That kind of thing.
2: That, that that's that's the idea, and it's cool because, like Benjamin said, like a lot of them make you think, like, huh, what if this, or what if this, or like, what did happen? You know. The.
0: My second one is a, it's a J classified SCP. Uh, the J classification basically there's a subsection on the website for, you know, SCP whatever number dash J, J being for joke. My one I like about them is uh, it's SCP a bunch of underscores dash J, and the report is basically uh, it's I don't know it's something it kind of makes me feel like procrastinating so i'll I'll, I'll do this later
1: <laughs> i think i've seen it before
0: <laughs> it makes you wonder if someone was lazy or if it really is just an object that is makes you like not really care about it that's funny um the the final one was actually a very interesting one. i want i I found on a webs on the website. It was a joke SCP, but it was a when I opened it up it presented me with uh, a couple dozen inputs. It it would say noun and then you had to type in a noun, you know, <laughs> name of place or something like that. And I, so I filled it out and I th- it it basically it generated our own SCP for us. Let's do it. So, I'm going to read the report and then the other two here are going to read the the sort of transcript of the two scientists working on it okay so classified by order of 05 redacted item number scp 2 to the power of 82 million five hundred eighty nine thousand nine hundred thirty three minus one j I'll just call it SCP for the rest of the thing, but it just said odd number, so I put in a large odd number. (laughs) Uh, The object class is Keter, so extremely dangerous. Special Containment Procedures. uh, SCP-J is to be kept in a Onigiri-lined containment chamber located in the Pope's Weed Locker where it is to be guarded at all times by no less than three ranch hands armed with dollar store products in the event that the scp ever begins disestablishmentarianisming its (laughs) left nipple sir william spoon is to parry scp uh, j until it ceases its behavior in the event of a containment breach mobile task force mu7 aka pawn stars is to be dispatched to SCP-J's last known location. Description: The SCP is an entropic leprechaun. <laughs> like most members of its species, it is able to kill game and regularly eats twice its own weight in onigiri each day. The SCP's unusual properties manifest whenever it comes into contact with toilets, which causes it to turn into Zweihander. Whenever this happens, all body pillows within an 8-kilometer radius will begin to ass-blast uncontrollably, usually leading to civilian casualties. <laughs> In addition, many researchers feel it has an uncanny resemblance to Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Jerry Seinfeld with a leprechaun hat. Whether or not this is at all related to SC- the SCP's anomalous properties is unknown at this time. Recovery log, the SCP was first located in Opolis, where the Pittsburgh Steelers were using it in order to steal the Dark Soul. Thankfully, Mobile Task Force Mu7, aka Pawn Stars, was able to recover the object with only 7 billion civilian casualties. <laughs> only, yeah, only. <laughs> <laughs> and now for the uh, transcript.
1: We had a test log, so Max and I had to recreate it, so here we go. Test log 2. I, I, 2 to the 82,589,933 minus 1-1. Or two, 1-1. It, it's one of the logs.
3: Hello, hello. Is this thing on? Auch gut. This is Dr. Hitler. And I am about to it, test... It, look,
0: it asked s- for a German last name, and <laughs> just, that was the first one I came up with, okay?
3: And I am about to test... SCP-2 to the 82,589,933. One's reaction to Chungus. Are you ready to proceed, Dr. Fellowship? Yes, sir. Ready to begin test. Excellent. I am now introducing the Chungus to 2 to the (laughs) 82,589,933. Hmm, the subject seems to have already figured out the test material.
2: Making a note, subject shows high capacity for learning.
3: Now, the subject is looking right at me. Almost as if it's mein Gott, my mein it's got mein Jungus. Oh, the agony, the agony.
2: End log. In light of incident, SCP to, to the 82,589,933-1-J-1, testing has been suspended
0: indefinitely. 05, redacted. Well, <laughs> well th- there you have it. The, the <laughs> ultimate SCP. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> so it's definitely a bit longer than usual, but it's for Chungus, am I right?
2: was that our motivation the whole time was it for for Chungus it's always for Chungus it's always for Chungus
1: (laughs) anyway we'll catch you all
0: next week on the Uh, podcast have a a, check out our YouTube or Twitch channels if you're interested in more content we have plenty more of us talking sometimes we're playing games or sometimes it's just us in real life doing strange things (laughs) Uh, Yeah. yeah tune in next week to see
2: us drink more green tea, probably. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Avita to her and...